before we get this thing too far started, I want to thank the folks at Namira Pistons, of course. Since 2001, they've been supplying factory-level pistons and gaskets for every make and model, from two wheels to four, from weekend warriors to top riders. Namira's advanced piston tech has increased engine performance and reliability without increasing your budget. Follow them on Instagram or visit them online at namira.com to see the latest news and application updates. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. This is number 183. It's with Chris Blackmer, a kid that uh, just turned pro from Michigan, and he's up there in Canada racing for the uh, Gas Gas team up there, doing pretty well. Thought I would call him up and get him get to know him a little better. So thanks for listening. Thank you to the folks at FXR Racing. You talk about Canada, you want to talk about FXR and all they do to support riders across the uh, the nation. Brock Tickle winning FXR, even though he's a factory Cowie test guy. Uh, Phil Nicoletti, Enzo Lopes, of course, all FXR. The whole club team is big investment from the folks at FXR and privateers like Henry Miller and more. FXRRacing.com. Uh, Pulp 30 is the code to save with those guys. So please check that out and save some money with the folks at FXR. And thank you to the folks at Race Tech as well. Motor work, suspension work, they've been around for a long, long time. They do great work, as you know. And the guys at Race Tech will help you save money by using the code Pulp20. Tell them you're a Pulp uh, listener. Get some um, get some suspension work done. Get it revalved. Get the oil change, bushing, seals, that type of stuff. And motor work as well. They have a whole CNC uh, deal going on that they can uh, reproduce and replicate some great motor work. And they help out a lot of privateers from Jerry Robin, Chris Blows, Malcolm Stewart used Race Tech stuff to win Montreal Supercross a number of years ago. These guys know what they're doing. Race Tech, Racetech.com for more information on that. I also want to thank the folks at Maxis Firepower, Namira Pistons, and Roostam X, all on board with us as well. We'll talk about more about them later on in the show. But let's uh, let's call Chris up and get the good, shall we? All right, now as promised here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. It's a kid from Michigan that's opening some eyes up north in the uh, in the border, and uh, also had a, a good amateur career in the uh, USA. Chris Blackmer, what's up, man? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Uh, I guess let's get into this. How does a kid uh, like you from Michigan end up on the TLD uh, Gas Gas teams up there in Canada? Like, who puts that together, and how does that all come together? Um, actually, I, uh, got a text from Marshall Welton and, um, he texted me on Instagram and said, Hey, would you like a full gig in Canada? And I texted back, of course. And, um, he gave me Steve Sims number and I got texting with him and then I had to get everything figured out of, uh, how to get across the border. So, um, I did that, got everything all figured out, made my way into Ontario and, to steve's house and yeah. uh everything been good from there so um i'm i'm super thankful for the opportunity um i was really hoping for something in america but you know coming to canada has uh been really good and it's a really cool experience so yeah uh how old are you uh 19 19 and yeah so so sims didn't want you to try out or anything he just took marsh's word for it is that is that where we're at where welton um welton yeah, vouched yeah, for you a little bit <laughs> yep yep that's kind of how it worked yep oh that's nice uh, uh that's cool good to see so what did you know about the canadian racing series before you headed up there like obviously uh many americans have done it over the years but did you know much about it Oh, uh, no, not really. Um, I know I followed a little bit of it because Marshall was up there and mm-hmm. he was doing well. So I kind of just seen posts about it, but I really had no expectations coming up here. I really didn't know what it was like or mm-hmm. what anything was going to be like. So I um, kind of just came with the mindset of that this is going to be a good experience for if I want to come back to the States because um, – 
get to kind of know like the pro program and how everything works. So. Yeah. So what what uh, what stopped you from you know you turned pro right? You raced Loretta's last year. You turned pro. What stopped you from privateering in the USA? Is it just like funds and money and doing it that way and making your name that way versus you know make a little bit of money and getting expenses paid in Canada? Like why not why not the privateer route in the USA? Um, I was gonna this year actually I was gonna do my first pro race at Redbud, mm-hmm. so um, that's what was gonna happen, okay. and then I uh, kind of got the deal with uh, Steve, so kind of was debating on what I was gonna do and. If I was going to stay home, you know, money was obviously a big issue. Uh, my family, we don't come from very much money. You know, we always had the motto of, you know, uh, bring what you brung and hopefully you've brung enough. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we've that's that's been the motto my whole life. And um, I couldn't pass up this opportunity to come here. And yeah. uh, my family was behind me and um, I made sure that I got everything in line and made sure I could come up to Canada. So. Uh, we are four rounds down. Go for Dunes this weekend. Look, you grew up with Baja, so I'm sure your sand skills are good. You, you're, you're okay with yeah. that? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, fourth in the points, uh, dealing with a little bit of an injury as well. How's it been? Four, five, eight, eight in the four rounds uh, uh, that have been up there so far in the Triple Crown Series. You've been happy with that or, or you know? Um, it's been pretty good. Uh, Cam Loops was first round, so I came out swinging and uh, I did really good. Um, I had, like I said, I had no expectations, so a fourth was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And then um, next couple of rounds were it was good. And then I ended up uh, hurting my leg and my ankle, so that one was kind of a little bit of a downer. But um, other than that, you know, I've been couldn't be you know too mad about what what is uh my uh, results so um uh we were kind of aiming for a podium but we'll, we'll work up to that yeah. this is my first uh, go at the pro series so i'd say I'd, i'm pretty happy with how it's going and now uh i'm really hoping for a podium so we're we're out in Canada somewhere right now at the sand pit and uh, we're <laughs> yeah. putting in 30s and putting in laps so we're hoping to Work our way to that podium. What's up with this right guy? He looks unbelievable to start the year. He He's yeah, on another level, yeah. man. Jeez. Yeah. You know? I, people were telling me about it, and I was like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, right. he's fast. And then I, I did the first round. I was like, wow, man, this guy is on a different level. <laughs> he's, he's riding really well right now. Um, can we talk about, like, that round two track that looked like uh, a vet track at Lake Elsinore? Um how was that? Was that were you like? Were you like? Uh, okay, I mean, I, I don't know. I wasn't there, so maybe it was good, but that yeah, looked like um, a sketchy place. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was different for sure. Um, before anyone rode on it, we were looking at the track, and I was like, you know, this track is looks pretty sweet. You know, mm-hmm. like everyone was kind of doubting it, and I, I was like, you know, maybe it might be a good track, and um, practice was all right, mm-hmm. and then it was really, really dry and very sketchy so um it was it was different i've never rode no hard pack stuff um i'm from michigan so like yeah. we just ride sand there's sand everywhere there's black dirt there's never hard pack tracks so it was way different but uh i kind of adapted somewhat mm-hmm. to it and kind of just was making sure that i hit my marks and 
wasn't going to crash on that concrete type of dirt. So No, yeah, that, yeah, that, you're right about that. Uh, a couple of rounds, you've done three 15-minute motos. That's a new thing that guys are trying up there. How do you like that? Is it is it is it um, uh, taxing on you? Is it uh, tougher? I mean, I don't know how your starts are or anything, but what do you think of the three fifteens? Um, I like it. It's not bad. Sometimes it can uh, go in your favor, and sometimes not. So um, I got my starts pretty dialed. I'm usually from getting the whole shot to fifth on the start. So usually I get up there and um, I try and keep the pace with those guys, but um, them dudes work really hard and um, I'm trying to get my endurance and everything up to par like them. So um, <clears throat> them 15 minutes, it's, it's just a sprint the whole time. So it's definitely a little different, but it's, it's not too bad. You're on a 450, uh And usually, you know, first year pro you're 19, you start on a 250. Did you, was it the, it was Sims's uh, gas gas team or they're the ones that say, Hey, you're on a 450, or do you feel like you ride a 450 better, or why do you start out in 450s uh, to start your um, pro career? So I was texting Steve at first, and uh, one of their riders, Sam Gaynor, ended up getting hurt. So I was going to be a fill-in for the first three rounds on the 450, mm -hmm. and um, I went to Loretta's and College Boy on my 450, so uh, Steve was texting me and asking me if I had any experience on one, and you know, I was kind of my hands were open and whatever he was offering I was going to take so yeah, yeah. he wanted me to ride the 450 and I said well yeah I mean I'm 130 pounds and <laughs> oh, is, that it? is that all you weigh I'll give it a go so yeah yeah oh smack yeah, that bike has no clue that I'm even on it so. <laughs> I didn't know that how yeah. is that how is the team and the bike Sims has a long reputation up there in Canada with a number of teams started out I think two years ago with his own team gas gas and TLD and uh, you know, it's a smaller team. Um, you know, I'm sure it's not like a factory Honda or anything, but how do you like it? Um, I like it a lot, actually. Um, coming up, I really didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I got to Steve's house and uh, we're at his, his shops there and everything. And I seen the rig and kind of didn't know what to expect. But when we get to the track, the bikes are phenomenal. I've never rode a bike so fast ever. Mm. Um Everything, the equipment, everything is is perfect. I, I I couldn't ask for any better. So, I definitely think that this is one of the best teams in Canada. I know I have, I haven't got my way around or nothing, but just by he, what hearing what everyone says, and yeah, we might not have the biggest rig, but our program is pretty strong, and um, I'm pretty happy with how it's going. So nice, nice. You plan to hit any U.S. stuff? I don't know how the calendars work. I think there's a couple um, of weeks, but do you want to do that? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be definitely good to do. I uh, definitely want to come back to America and uh, kind of see how things go. But um, for now, we're just going to try and finish out the series, and then afterwards, if there's still some pro races left, I in America, I'll definitely probably end up doing those. So. Yeah, you probably hurt you to to have not have a Canadian race. And oh no, there was a Canadian race at Red Bud. Never mind. We, we just got back. Yeah, yeah there was Walton. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. Could. Uh, how was Walton? Uh, I, I've, I've ridden there. Uh, it's fast, man. It's really, really fast. Uh, and hard pack. It looked like it got pretty ruddy for race day. How'd you like the track? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was gnarly. Um, I didn't, everyone kind of got to ride Walton before the race was, and I was at home with, I have a, I have a fractured fibula right now. So i took the week off just to make sure it was going to be good for the weekend. And I got there and it was deep. There's rough. Mm -hmm. deep ruts wide open so it was pretty gnarly 
Yeah. Um, so where where do you base yourself? Are you um, obviously the, we're going up to the Maritimes? I don't. Is it is there a Quebec race? I'm not sure if there's a Quebec race this year. But are you going to go back and forth? Do you fly? Do you travel with the team? What's your uh, situation as far as during the week training and riding and all that kind of stuff? Um, I stay at Steve's house, and then uh, we ride tracks around there with an hour to two hours away um, every week and work out <laughs> at Steve's house. And then when we go to the races, all the team gets together and gets into a vehicle, and we all head to the races. Oh, old school. Old school. Way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you like to do for training? You Just road bike, I'm guessing, or is there anything else to do? Um, I've never really road bike as when I was, like, younger or I guess would be, like, when I train at Moto X. I usually run a lot, and uh, um, <clears throat> I've had the trainers at Moto X have been sending me workout programs, so um, – I've been doing that every day, and then doing cardio every other day. So, is that uh, is that Walker's place, Moto X? What? Yep. Okay. All yep. right. So that's where you based yourself out of for a while as an yep. amateur. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Chris Blackmore here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, digging into Chris's time up in Canada and more. I want to thank the folks at Maxxis Tires, of course, uh, developed by Jeremy McGrath. The MXSTs work really, really well. And if you haven't thought about uh, Maxxis Tires for a long time. Check out MXSTs, uh, Cade and A-Ray putting them in the uh, main events in Supercross, as well as great mountain bike tires, of course, as well. So thanks to the folks at Maxxis uh, for coming on board this show. Uh, Chris, so Supercross or motocross, what are you better at, or are you better at one or the other? Um, definitely motocross. Yep. Um, I really don't ride or haven't rode Supercross, so um, they wanted me to do that this year. I still have that up in the air right now. I'm not really sure if I'm going to do Supercross this year. Um Especially when I was back home, we got fair races, but I mean, yeah. I'm not very good at supercross, so I don't want to go out there and hurt myself because I don't got much experience on it. But I don't know. I'm not sure yet. It's still up in the air. You mean as far as the fall supercross series up there is what you're t- what you're thinking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Ah, you got yep. those, dude. They're not like super supercross tracks. You're fine. You got that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. You got fourth, bro. Outdoors in a 450 class. You're fine. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, um, hey, growing up in Michigan, um, obviously great lineage of of, uh, of uh, uh, racing up there with all the riders and all the uh, history of everything else. Cool place to grow up and lots of moto, man. Michigan's a good place. Yeah, man, I love Michigan a lot. Um, come down to Georgia for the winter, but I definitely in the summertime I love being in Michigan. A um, lot of people ride dirt bikes in Michigan. Moto is huge. So um, there's always a good group of people, uh, a lot of fast dudes that are still come out of Michigan. Yeah, so, yeah. And in the summer, I love to <clears throat> be in Michigan, and then in the wintertime, I head down to Walker's Place. So. How'd you get hooked up with that? Um, with Timmy Bedour. Okay. He, uh, he's from Michigan, and um, he was one of the trainers at Moto X at the time, and I think in 2018, and I did went and did a – I think it was like a spring break camp, like mm. a week camp, and then um, kind of got a little taste of it, and I ended up loving the facility and got to know Matt real well, so um, brought my camper down there, and oh. I've been full-time there for, I think, two years now. Oh, so. wow. Look at you. Just, yeah, camping, yeah. camping life. Ah, yeah. you're from Michigan. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I spent some time in Michigan. I was a mechanic for Kelly Smith for a couple of years and Nick Way. Back in oh, the day, nice. way way back before your day, but I did ride Grattan and rode Log Road and stuff and all that. So I, yeah. I, I spent some time mm-hmm. in Michigan, some some really good motocross people, like you said, and, and good uh, 
Good tracks. Uh, Loretta Lenz, you got second in uh, college uh, in 2021, and you've got another couple podiums there over the years, uh, but also some places further back, which I'm guessing uh, you would like to improve those results. You would have liked to improve those results back in the day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, it's uh it's tough to ride Loretta's uh, uh sometimes if you don't get your starts if it gets muddy or whatever right um so right. Is, is that sort of like where you were like hey uh, you know you got to do well there to catch some eyes um you know obviously maybe your results weren't good enough how much pressure did you put yourself on that and and you know how much did that either motivate you or bum you out that you you know couldn't get a spot with a U.S. team yeah um over the years when i was a lot younger i was always in the mix but i never could um put a full moto together mm-hmm. so i'd be doing good and then something i would make a mistake fall something would happen and i would end up being back in the pack um and then the past couple of years i ended up trying to be really consistent and uh worked on that a lot did did all right and did really good last year at Loretta's. So um, I was really hoping on someone kind of reaching out to help me out there. Mm-hmm. But um, it is what it is. I was always the guy that was beating the factory people with a non-factory ride. So I don't know. It kind of kind of bummed me out, but not really. Uh, it kind of mo- motivated me even more because um, they have way better equipment than I do. I'm riding 100-hour dirt bikes and... Um, being up in the mix with them kind of made me feel pretty good, but um, always wanted to get a little bit of help um, in America. But coming to Canada, I think it's a good uh, stepping stone for me in my pro career. So Yeah. Are you uh, you making some money? Like, I don't know what the contingency is like or the purse money or whatever, but, I mean, uh, how are you doing that way? Is it, do you have a, a bonus yeah, program yeah. set up? Yeah. Yeah, yep, making making a little bit of money. Yeah, <laughs> enough oh. to keep the dream going. Yeah, no, hey, listen, yeah, that, that's all you got to do, right? Look, man, you you, know, you never know. Like you're 19, and sure, you want to be good in the U.S., but as you said, you don't have a ton of Supercross experience, dude. This could end up growing into something where you don't really leave, and you make you know, a la Bob Canary and Matt Gurky and these other Americans over the years. You just stay up there, and you know, become one of the top riders up there, make some money, get some rides. Like, right. You know, you never know, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. Uh, what is uh, what's the what's the the vibe like at those races? Like I've been to a bunch of them. I'm Canadian, so I've been to a bunch of them, and I know the American guys have have ridden there. Um, you, you, the vibe's a lot like a little bit like a local race, huh? Like everybody's kind of hanging out, everybody's kind of yep. chill, right? Yeah, yeah, I do like it. It's it's not like you really don't have much pressure. Like you go up there, everyone's just relaxed and mm-hmm. hanging out, talking to everyone, and. You get on the line and you just kind of do your own <laughs> yeah. little thing, and then you know the race goes. So, is there is there a guy that you've kind of talked to more than others? Anybody? Um, um not really. Uh, Brock Littner uh, was the first guy that I ended up talking to, and then he got hurt at Kamloops and yeah, yeah, kind of ended his racing career. But um, other than that, I mean, I kind of talked to everyone from. Dylan, Dylan Wright here and there, and um, <clears throat> Pettis a little bit, and kind of all the other riders, and yeah. just kind of talking to them, kind of getting to know them a little bit. So forty-year-old T Dags, you know? Yeah, yeah, just, yep, yeah. Yep. Uh, how's the gas, gas? How uh, how is the bike? You rode Husqvarna's, obviously, so you're you're you know used to that one. But how's how's the bike? It's pretty good. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm kind of impressed with how it is. Uh, it's identical to the Husqvarna so um I had kind of uh like couple kind of little mini offers uh in Canada and then when Steve uh 
hit me up. I, uh, I figured they rode gas gas. So I definitely wanted to go the route with, um, the bike that I'm going to be the most comfortable on. Mm-hmm. So, um, I went with them and I don't know the gas gas. I like it a lot. Um, I'm running TCD right now. Uh, we just got cone valves for that. So, uh, I've never had that stuff before and, uh, we've been testing that out and it is, it is the best suspension I've ever rode on. So nice. I like the bike. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're happy. Everything. Yeah. So podium, yeah. podium's the goal. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but I understand your dad passed away a few years ago and you know, as anybody motocrosser knows, the, the dad and mom and dad, but especially dads are so important to, uh, you know, racing and, and supporting you and everything else. Um, how tough has it been? Um, the first uh, year of when my dad passed away, it was it was pretty rough. Um, I was pretty young. I was 15, turning 16 years old. So um, I was lost for a little while. I kind of wanted to step away from racing and I really didn't know what to do. But um you know, kind of them long nights in my room sitting in my bed uh, yeah. made me realize that uh, I love the sport too much and my father would uh, not want me just to give up. So um, I got up and I told my mom that I wanted to get back into racing and um, keep going and mm-hmm. try and fulfill my dreams. So Nice. So you were thinking about just quitting, like you were stepping away a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was pretty lost at one point. I didn't know what to do and I had, yeah. had a lot of good people surrounding me and, um, keeping me in the right path. So good. yeah. Did he ride and race? How did he get you into it? Um, my uncle, uh, got me into it. He was a mechanic for Todd to hoop back in the day. So, oh, really? Um, oh, wow. Yeah. He, he, uh, got me into racing. I was two years old and he, um, gave me a ride on his dirt bike and all I kept saying was I want a dirt bike I want a dirt bike so my uh, dad told me as soon as you can take your training wheels off your pedal bike we'll get you a dirt bike and I was two years old out in the garage taking my training wheels off my pedal bike and (laughs) went on my own and then I got my first dirt bike for Christmas when I turned three years old and then uh, all started from there but uh, yeah my uncle got me into it my dad he rode here and there but he rode three wheelers um my uncle, he flat tracked, he raced pro moto and we ice raced a lot in the winter. So, uh, my uncle was the one that got me into it. He passed away probably, I'd say like three to four months prior to when my dad did. So, that's kind of a double, double hit to the gut. So, um, but I, I'm, I've been real thankful that I've had really good people in my corner and, um, kind of guiding me in the right path and, uh, keeping me in, in the right lane. So what years did your dad work for or your uncle? Sorry. Work for the hoop. What, what years are we talking here? Oh, shoot. Cause this is my era now, Chris. And when to, when the hoop won his title. So oh. every year that would be in. Uh, 90, 90. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, so, yep. so your dad worked for Suzuki then cause the hoop was Suzuki. Um, your yeah, uncle, sorry, your yeah. uncle worked for Suzuki. Yes, yes, yeah. Uncle. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Dude, you got a championship. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and how is Todd doing? Do we know? Is he is he doing better? Do we know? I, I don't know how much you. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think he's doing he's doing better. Yeah. Um. He he uh, texts me here and there and Good. tells me a little bit about how like how he's happy to see me racing and everything. So. Good. Wow. That's a that's a tough way to do it, man. So two people close to you passing away, and yeah, you're like in a prime age of your life, right? Like you're you know all these things are going on and yeah dude so that's that's tough but um so your mom 
picked up the pieces, and 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 I'm sure Matt Walker and his guys helped you as as well, right? Yep, yep. Everyone, my mom, and um, she she really didn't know what to do either. She felt she really yeah she didn't know what what to do. Um, I guess she she's seen it as you know. Um, a young kid losing their dad and um she didn't she didn't know how to really cope with it and help me out but she she figured it out and she helped out a lot and um i her my brother and my sister have all been really good with that and keeping me in good spirits when i was younger and um you know now it gives gives you a different perspective on life so yeah um, <clears throat> now that uh, all that happened um uh, Live the day, day by day, and now I'm living the dream, riding my dirt bike. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. No, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned your fibula. Uh, uh, how's how'd that happen, and, and what's the, what do you do for that? I guess do you do you stay off of it? I guess, uh, you know, what do you what do you need to do to get that better? <laughs> yeah, um, we were I think at Prairie Hill, so round three maybe. Okay. And um, I was going through the whoops, and I caught my toe in the bottom of the whoop and it like ripped it sideways and I thought I just tweaked my ankle and um, I was going home the weekend after that so I went to the doctor and then I told them yeah you know I think something's wrong with my ankle and then they come back and they're like well your ankle's fine but your bottom of your fibula is fractured so um, they wanted me on crutches for three to four weeks and no weight on it and then uh I wanted to ride my dirt bike, so I took the week off and then put a little ankle brace on my ankle and walked uh-huh. it off and then got to race. So. so does it bug you much now? How is it? Is it pain, pretty painful, or what are we doing for this? Um, It's not too bad. Only, like, I guess if I would slam my foot down pretty good, it mm-hmm. kind of shocks my leg a little bit. But other than that, it's it's not too painful, so... Right. Oh, man, that sounds gnarly. So round three of the Triple Crown Series took place in Manitoba. Chris, I'm yep. sure you don't know this. That's my home province. I haven't been there for years due to the pandemic and, and busy schedule. But what right. what stood out for you from Manitoba? What really like you oh. know? What did you like about it? Um, I don't know the scenery. I don't know the okay. scenery of right. going everywhere. I don't know. It's just I seen so much with the the first week of getting there. I went from <laughs> Michigan to Ontario all the way out to Kamloops, and it was the most craziest experience just seeing everything going from completely flat to big mountains and everything it was it was pretty cool experience yeah i i guess so you drove that yeah 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 that's gnarly (laughs) yeah Yeah. and plus you like and and as a racer like you don't want to eat crappy food and and do all that kind of stuff right so you like you know you got to try to yeah try to stay healthy while you're driving across the country it's tough. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I want to thank the folks at uh, Roost MX, Pulp MX, or Pulp Nation is a code to save with RoostMX.net. They make custom graphics, uh, clothes, pit clothes, uh, graphics for your van, graphics for your bike, the official Cobra merch as well. They can put the Pulp uh, MX logo on it if you want. Even uh, Pulp Nation is a code to save with RoostMX.net. Please check them out. There's a whole Pulp Nation section on their website as well, uh, RoostMX.net for more information on that. Well, Chris, uh, thanks for the uh, for the time here on the Privateer Pod. Really appreciate catching up with you. Uh, cool story. I kind of heard a little bit of the background, and uh, you know, you're someone to uh, to definitely root for and to cheer. And uh, you know, as a Canadian too, the the series needs um, series needs some some injection of a guy like yourself. And 
you know, it needs uh, some fresh blood brought into it. And, and, and you know, so that, that's good. It's good to see Sims with the team. Yeah. It's good to see you come up, man. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. No problem. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Good luck the rest of the summer. Maybe we'll check in later. And if not, we'll see you at a U.S. National where the Pulpamex Fantasy Handicap for you will be very interesting. So, okay. Yeah, that would be awesome. So We can try all that. Thanks for the time, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast with Chris Blackmore. Interesting kid. Really nice. I wish him uh, success. Thanks to the folks at Firepower. Firepowerparts.com for more information. Check them out, uh, whether it's Featherlight lithium batteries, whether it's chains made in Japan, or now they got oil made by a leading OEM manufacturer. They got it all. Oil, hard parts, batteries, chains. They really made their name with uh, chains and, and teams like Club MX, teams like Firepower Honda. Teams uh, uh, like GDR Honda up north and, and Chiz and more privateers using Firepower. Firepowerparts.com for more information. Ask them for your local dealer. Check out all the products they got online as well. And, uh, yeah, get some Firepower and uh, live life better. All right. Thanks for listening.